Okay, it's July and it is hot. It's awful. It is so hot outside. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's awful. And because it's so hot outside, we want to welcome you to the next Instant Everything, which is happening in right now. Well, my name is Prabir. Welcome to Instant Everything. And as always, Kevin Han right here to my left. How's it going, everybody? Or right, depending on how you go around the circular table. Uh, Kevin, it's hot. You rode your you ride your bike a lot. Yeah. Is it is it how's that? It's awesome and awful at the same time it's exhilarating because it's like it's like it's a challenge but good lord the moment you stop you realize that you're covered you're drenched in yeah. sweat yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. well with that said it's hot and scorching so we thought today would be a great day to talk about all things cool and keep it cool and what is cooler than popsicles so we'll be talking with paul from king of pops uh he's probably the coolest guy i know nice have you met him not yet not yet i'm about to get to know him really well wonderful he he i would say he is the coolest guy i know i'm saying that with all sincerity i've said this before wow he's really fun he's smart he's silly yeah you know he's got a great smile Oh my goodness, yeah. you're and in he, love. And he makes rad popsicles. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that, right? Yeah, yeah. And we'll keep the cool train going with our totally normal person, Sarah Ahmed. She's a local comedian, and she performs a lot at the Coalition Theater. She's fantastic. She's right really on. Fun. But before we get the guests out, it is only appropriate that we approach the topic with facts in a section we call Just the Facts. Just, Just the, the Facts. facts. <laughs> All right, so you got the numbers behind cool, and I've got some weirdo random cool facts. Uh, why don't you kick it off with some numbers? Tell us all right, uh, brother. about the cool numbers you got. All right, all right, so you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Buckled up. <laughs> the first number is 1833, all right? And that's a year. Okay, I was going to guess. All that right, was a year. yeah, good, 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 yeah. good. And 1833 is a year that Frederick Tudor, a resident of Boston, Massachusetts, after 30 years of trial and error, popularized the harvesting and exportation of ice to locales all over the world. It took this dude 30 years wow. of trial and error. He was bankrupt multiple times. He kept he kept almost like just giving up, but he was sure he'd invented an industry in which he could make a fortune. Did he make the fortune? Yeah, so it was, uh, let me see, I got it written down right here. Um, finally, it was in 1833, so this is 30 years. He's there's 30 years into him trying. Okay. 1833, after shipping 180 tons of ice to British colonists in Calcutta. All right, that's when people. Were, it was it was that major. He was shipping ice. Yeah. From Boston. Yep. To Calcutta. Yes. All right. But that he earned the nickname the Ice King. Oh, cool. How cool is that? Yeah. Which would make his wife Ice Queen. There you go. Nice. All right, cool. Interesting. What was his name again? His name was Frederick Tudor. Frederick Tudor. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I knew a guy named Tudor. He was Romanian, so maybe maybe Romanian descent. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's yeah. cool. All right. 1883. 1833. 1833. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, what else you got? All right, so 1.5 million is our next number, and that's the estimated number of visitors annually to the James River Park System. Oh, mm-hmm. how many? 1.5 mil? Yep, yep, yep. Right. Annually. Right mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in Richmond, Virginia. So shout out to all of our friends who are at the Pipeline or, or Texas Beach right now. Yeah. It's hot as heck outside. Gosh, I would say heck is like an understatement. <laughs> More like a heckly heck. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Careful, don't push it too much. <laughs> <laughs> We've got kids listening. Yeah. <laughs> 
we also need to give props to the James River Park system for Definitely. maintaining that place for yes, us to cool yes, off. Yes, yes, yes. I think the uh, the estimated impact uh, per visitor is sixteen dollars. Oh wow! So the people that visit the park system often, every time you're there, it, you're, it's roughly sixteen dollars worth of impact on the park system itself. So consider donating. Consider yeah. supporting the park system. However, that's you cool. Can. Sixteen. That's a that's an interesting metric. Oh, I wonder how they came across that. That's I'm not sure. That's just what I read on their website. Um, I actually did the thing where you can sign up to have a certain amount taken out of your checking account every month. Mm-hmm. So now, no matter what, I'm donating every month. Like it just comes out of my pay, uh, out of my checking account. Like, That's awesome. It's I easy. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's really easy. It was it was one of those things where I went on their website and saw it as an option, and I was like, why not? Like it just means yeah. I get like one less drink at Bamboo next week. Big deal. Whatever. Uh, what else you got? All right, last number. This one is it's 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 out there. It's 18, crazy. 1833, 1.5. All right, and this one is a range. All right, <laughs> okay. The range is three. Uh huh. Three to six. Three right. to six. All Are right. you ready? This is this is wild. Dude. Hit me. Three to six months is it's the estimated time frame of how often you should be replacing the air filters in your home air conditioning oh, yeah, system. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Dude, I mean, I don't want to be like, I don't want to preach or anything, but like, that's important, man. Like, Why is it important, Kevin? The filters are inexpensive. They're very easy to replace. And here's the benefits of changing those filters. A, you got some cleaner air in your lungs. That's awesome. We could all use that. Absolutely, absolutely. B, less uh, less stress on your system means you're saving money oh, keeping right. your, air, your, your, your house cool. And uh, and you're you're lessening the impacts of global warming. Um, it's 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 like how cool is that? Money in your wallet and a happier planet. A happier planet that's providing cool, clean air for its residents. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. I need to replace my air filter. I just did. It was bad. They were bad, dude. Oh really? That's why. That's why this is on. Actually, my roommate did it. Shout out Matt Gum. Um, Way to go, guy. Matt. <laughs> I've, I've heard horror stories of people waiting too long and then the air conditioner like sucks in the entire Ooh. filter and then it breaks mm, or something awful, and yeah. you have to replace a much bigger part. Yeah, which probably takes your landlord like weeks or who knows how who long. Knows, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay, so air filters. Very, yeah. very Replacing important. the air filter improves efficiency by up to 15%. 15%? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Was that on the packaging? Uh, yeah, 3M. 3M.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I looked into some other facts about keeping cool. Yeah. You know, one thing I did not look into, but I now feel like I should have, is the amount of times people say the word cool. I say it a lot, dude. In this podcast alone, I've probably said it a dozen times. Cool. Cool. That's cool. (laughs) That's cool. Cool. This is my impression of the average American. You ready? Awesome. That's cool. (laughs) There it is. I just summed it up. So here are some cool facts about keeping cool and or things pertinent to temperatures that would be good for us to have if we want things to be cool. Number one, here's a weird, I like, I love this one. Uh, so to cool off, we do different things. Humans sweat, mm-hmm. dogs pant, pigs roll around in mud, whatever. A stork has a really strange way of keeping cool. It has very little, there's very little on its body that is just exposed skin because it's covered in feathers. Mm-hmm. So its legs get really hot in the summertime. And to cool off the legs in flight, they'll, they'll poop on their own leg. And, nice. And so what happens <laughs> is their poop is mainly liquid. Okay. So as the liquid evaporates, it, you know, takes away some some of the heat with it, you know. And so the storks use self-defecation as a method of being cool. The elegance of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, what I love about this is when storks are synonymous with what? Bringing kids to your house. Yo, clean those kids. Yeah, immediately. Please. Yeah. 
Um, the other one, you and I have talked about a little bit before, but I kind of wanted to get into it a little okay. uh, with a little more detail. So in pla- there are so many places around the world that don't have access to electricity, and therefore they don't have the luxury of air conditioning like right. you and I are experiencing mm-hmm. right now. So uh, some scientists in Bangladesh have created a very remarkable way to provide a little bit of crim- climate control without using any electricity. I think this is just mind-blowing. So it, it starts with uh, a quick example, which is, you know, if you're listening to this, you can do this or whatever. Uh, but if you were to place your hand in front of you and blow some air on it with your mouth wide open, you know, it's going to feel a certain way. And if you do the same thing with your mouth closed, uh, with as tightly closed as possible, it's going to be a lot cooler. Oh, yeah. Why is that happening? It's still the same air. It's still coming out of your throat. Yeah. So what is going on? Well, what's happening is um, as air compresses, right, uh, and then rapidly re-expands into a larger opening, say like from your closed mouth out into the air, upon the rapid expansion of air, it cools as a part of the physical properties of air molecules. So when you send a lot of air through a little funnel and then let it out, the point where you let it out at, you will experience rapid re-expansion and it's no longer compressed. That compressed air is allowed to get big again. So what these guys in um, Bangladesh have done is they've created these window covers that effectively do the same thing. They take uh, soda bottles that are littering the landscape there and they cut off the butt, the big end of it, right? Mm -hmm. And the big end faces outward and the little bottle faces inward. And it's basically like going through a board. So like you board up your window and then drill holes in it to where just the little end of the bottle sticks through. So as the hot air from the outside comes through that funnel and rapidly re-expands into your house, it cools it. And the temperature difference is actually 10 degrees. Wow, that that's happens? substantial. Zero electricity uh, makes cooler, you know, for the people living in these tin huts and stuff where the temperature gets up to like over 100 degrees in there in the summer, you know, uh, in their houses, you know, in their little tin shacks that they're living in. So this is a pretty cool invention. It uses no electricity, it cleans up the neighborhood, the trash is being reused, recycled to be a uh, cooling agent. That's awesome, man. That was pretty remarkable. And uh, the last thing that I ran across in terms of cool and temperature and everything, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh-oh. I don't I don't want to do this as the final one because I like to be very optimistic and happy, but it's so important that it has to be the last fact. Um, there was a recent study done by NOAA, the uh, National Oceanic um, Atmospheres, Atmospheric Administration, a uh, national organization that all they do, the only thing they do is monitor the atmosphere and the oceans. Mm-hmm. That's their one task, right? So they don't have to worry about Pokemons or whatever. Like, they just do this. And so they have now determined that clouds, clouds on Earth are no longer where they used to be 30 years ago. Curious. Yeah, that is a really strange thought. So yeah. what happens when clouds... Well, first of all, it has to do with the fact that the globe is warming up and it's impacting where pressure systems and where clouds can or can't form easily in within natural um, occurrence with everything else that's happening on earth you know keep in mind everything is connected so here's the difference is the uh, subtropical areas right like the Floridas of the world uh, up to about you know some who maybe take a little bit more of a liberal approach to this would say that we're here in Richmond Virginia 
in kind of like a little overlap region in terms of the change in climate. So right, right. it's not impossible to think of Richmond as a subtropical uh, area. I mean, it's hot, you know, we just don't have a couple of the other ingredients yet. But the problem is in these areas where clouds used to form quite naturally and, you know, regularly on their own accord, uh, in their on their own accord, are now not forming there as easily or as at the same distribution that they once did. So here's my question to you, Kevin. What happens when clouds stop forming over your sky? It stops raining. Right. What happens when it stops raining? Things stop growing. So the estimated um, timeline is sometime within the, like around the year 2100. Uh, the idea is that from the coast, which would be Williamsburg, Williamsburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. to the Blue Ridge Mountains would be a desert. 2100. Yeah. That's a short timeline. Well, it's because we've made it so that we can't cool down. Oof. So that was my heavy one that I ran across. Yeah, and I was that like, might be oh. the heaviest just the fact we've done, man. Yeah, I know, right? But it's, 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 it's something we but need it's, to keep in mind. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, if you think about where the deserts form mm-hmm. in general, right? Like if you look at a map and kind of draw, if you just take a ruler and follow where all the deserts are, they're kind of in the same bands, mm-hmm. you know? And so what's happening is the desertification of the earth. We're expanding the deserts based on how the climate is changing. Now, there's good news and bad news. Uh, 2100 is a long time from now, so we may not have to deal with it, but our species will, absolutely. So if you have kids, you know, you might want to consider doing basic things to maybe slow down the process a little bit and also to help yourself adapt to these changes. You, if you already know certain trends are going to continue the way they are, then you can adjust your lifestyle to make sure that you can live comfortably with those changes that are inevitable because, you know, we're looking at hard evidence and oh, fact. Yeah. So just a quick plug, don't waste water because it's a very limited thing on earth as is. Use smarter transportation. When you're buying a house, think about where you're buying it. Don't buy it just out in the middle of nowhere for no reason unless you absolutely need to be there or have a farm. Consider living closer to your grocery store, your job, your kids' schools. Develop a habit of walking around more. You'll get to meet the people in your neighborhood anyway. Start buying things that are not gonna like destroy your body, which is gonna increase the cost of medicine, which is gonna make it even harder for us to deal with the new diseases that will form once bacteria starts to evolve and create new versions of itself. You know, there's a lot of thinking that happens uh, when you have time to think about it so you know put some time aside to just think about your future not in the way where you know you retire with a big bank account but in the way where you retire happily nothing is cooler than that you know is thinking so there you go there's a little uh there's a little just the facts for you this time around but you know we can talk about all these scary cool things or pooping cool things or (laughs) or you know the year that ice was sent around the globe but uh, i think it would be even more fun to talk to the king of cool himself the King of Pops, I would love to bring Paul in here and get this party rolling. Shall we? Let's do it. Let's rock. All right, so let's talk about something that's really cool, not like the end of the world cool that we were just talking about, but like really cool. Uh, nothing to me is cooler than being able to bring happiness to other people based on giving them a treat that they probably deserve in the first place. Yeah. And what a perfect treat a popsicle is. So we're so happy to be joined by Paul here of King of Pops. What's up, Paul? Thank you. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, tell me how you pronounce your last name. I've always like stumbled on it. Casimus. Casimus. Yeah. How do I, I always mess it up. It's an easy uh, name. Looks like Cassius. Uh, I don't know if people say Casimus. Casimus. You can pronounce it a lot of different ways. Casimus. So probably the, Paul Casimus. The many vowels in it. Yeah. Awesome. 
Paul, what do you what do you like about popsicles? I love there's a the variety of them. Uh, they're easy to to eat. It's like your your food built in with a utensil in it. Yeah. Uh, so you're you got on a stick, you can take it to go, and just a lot of different varieties and flavors. And it's just it's just fun to eat. One of my favorite flavors. I think you'll have to correct me because I'm probably gonna get it wrong. But I think you have like a basil lemon popsicle. Yeah. Dude. That's my favorite popsicle I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah, that's been actually one of my favorites from from the get-go. It's kind of one of those like oldie but goodies, at least for me, because I've been eating them for like four or five years now. But I love it. Now, do you like walk around all day thinking like, hmm, you know what would be good is strawberry with whatever? Like, I think sometimes, maybe not as much in 2016 as maybe in 2013 and 14 when I was first getting started. But uh, yeah, it's like... You know, how can I make that into pop? Or it's like, oh, that's a good combination. Like, I think I could do that. I could, I could replicate that. And uh, and still to a degree, we, I, I do that. I've, I've kind of passed on my production to a couple other guys who are doing that, so I can focus on other things. But when it was, you know, the first like two, two and a half years, when I was in the kitchen almost full time, it's like that's all that I was doing most of the day, and that's what was on my mind oftentimes. Cool. What's what in your opinion? What is your favorite creation that you've ever concocted for the masses here? As far as something that I've created, not necessarily the one that I sure. have loved and tasted the most. Yeah. Okay, because my favorite would be banana pudding or lemon basil. That's just kind of a banana given. pudding, lemon basil. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. So the, those was like my favorite flavors, and the ones that I, one that I created uh, was actually one recently. Uh, it was a jelly donut pop. So. I done a, a donut pop with Sugar Shack. Actually, nice. the last two years, it's Hell just yeah. pretty easy. It's like their stuff is great. Let's just put it in our pops. It's gonna turn <laughs> out great. So I wanted to make a jelly donut because I'd made some jelly before for a different pop. I was like, all right, well, I'll take a chunk of the donut. I'm gonna make this jelly, which I just kind of winged it, making it. If you have enough time and patience, you can really make anything. So I made a bunch of jelly, and so we put the donut in, and then put like a tablespoon or maybe a tablespoon and a half of the jelly in and then blended a bunch of the, the donuts into some milk and cream and then pour that over. So it kind of had this like jelly donut effect. Um, and again, go, I guess going back to what I said, like how can I recreate a jelly donut in a pop? Uh, doesn't sound that novel, but to me, I was like, man, that was, I enjoyed that. That's it, awesome. Well, I'm into it, yeah. I mean, I, I remember as a kid, that was what my brother and I lived off of all summer with our neighbors. Oh and, yeah, definitely. And we didn't have the luxury of having badass popsicles <laughs> you know we had like red yeah red flavor. and it was like kind of like who whose house do you like whose house we're going to go to now it's summer it's hot outside all right whose parents have the most popsicles in the freezer i was going to say that. Yeah, yeah some some kids like man they've got the best snacks yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> popsicles man so you've been doing this for how long now four years four years you love it Absolutely. Gosh, that's so cool. Uh, any future plans to... Uh, I know you started serving food as well. Yeah. I uh, started serving food under the name The Rain, which ties in with the whole King Kingdom thing. Oh, okay. uh, oh, different yeah. logo. Uh, we got a cool little penguin with a sword, which I think I like penguins are cool. Yeah. So that... We just have five sandwiches on the menu. So for this year, the plan for that is add a couple more things, a couple more sides, different cool, fun things. And what I like about it is the, the same ideas and inspiration that drive our popsicles, like being creative, using local ingredients, using premium and quality stuff, and, and being a little bit like different, not just, well, here's an Italian sub. It's like, well, here's an Italian sub with like Billy bread on it, and we're gonna put an orange zest butter on the outside to, to crisp nice. it, and just the good stuff in between. 
uh, that's going to drive the whole menu as we go on. And then to get to your question as far as future plans, applying for an ABC license, oh, I nice. want to start that in the fall to then have ready for springtime. Yeah. Um, you know, the patio might is, is small, but I mean, we got enough space and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like mimosas with only freshly juiced orange juice because we juice an absurd amount of citrus like every day. So it's like, well, let's just juice a little bit more and make some some killer cocktails and like that same the same basil syrup that we would use for the lemon basil well that could go into a really great cocktail uh with different i don't know that's well that's for me to research in the winter <laughs> what yeah. to pair that with if you want to come help taste test oh definitely you're more than there. welcome yeah, uh, i need some good outside uh outside the popsicle world opinions other than myself and my is, guys is there a popsicle world the, the one i live in yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the reigning king of yeah. the possible possible kingdom i mean that's that's what i'm doing with eight to ten hours of my day yeah, so man. it's kind of like what goes on outside when people have like other jobs have you are you from richmond i'm not i'm from a uh, suburb of atlanta roswell georgia mm. but i've been in richmond since 09. cool yeah how are you how are you enjoying scott's edition I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's so awesome. I mean, I happen to coincidentally live there. I moved there in twenty, uh, beginning of twenty fifteen. Before that, I was in the fan, so I always live close to where the pop patio is at, on Clay Street. But now I, you know, I'm walking to the breweries. I'm walking into Boca, to Fat Dragon, to Boulevard Burger and Brew, the movie theater, all these places. Like, and I can walk to work too. That's so cool, man. I remember the very first time I saw the King of Pops logo pop up in Richmond. I was out with some of my friends, and we were. It, it was not. It didn't say King of Pops on it. I don't think because it was covered up by something else. Mm -hmm. You've seen the logo, yeah? Where oh, yeah. it's the the circular thing with the pop in it. Um, and we were trying to figure out what the logo was because there was another sticker on top of it. Uh. And I was convinced that it was a sticker for the Who because <laughs> they had a lot of those like pop pop art circular uh. deco things and they would like stick like a can of beans or like, a, you know, something on there. And I was like, this has got to be a rock band, but something like the Who. And everyone's like, no, I think it's a food service. And I'm like, mm. Turns out it was a yeah. pop. Song. I don't know. And then maybe you hear the name and you're like, no, that's definitely like a band. Yeah, King of Pops. That's got to yeah. be a band. Right? Definitely a band. Yeah. Who Richmond. was the King of Pop? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And then the other reference, I either get that or some people rarely, but will be like, yeah, Elvis, which I get that. Um, and then the one that I like the most, given I'm a huge fan of rap music and hip hop, is when they do the Run DMC, like, I'm the king of pop. Yeah. There's none high. Or the king of rock, I guess. I'm, yeah. Again, I can't even say the lyrics right. You, you need to do your version of it. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Well, and and yeah, maybe that's the that's thing. What they, it is. They, they either sing it, do it the real way, or say, kind of throw in king of pop. And it's like, I, I don't even know which is the real lyric anymore. Yeah. I don't know, like probably King of Rock. I think that's the name of the it, song. Yeah, I believe it's King of Rock, <laughs> is from what I can recall. But I think you should own it, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem with it. Nah, give him some popsicles. They'll chill out. I know. I, I mean, I tell them I wear some shell top Adidas all the time, so they'd be friends. <laughs> so we're doing this whole thing on being cool and keeping cool and all that because it's miserable outside. I don't know if you feel the same way or not about summer. It's your it's your busy season. Yeah, no, it's still definitely really hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No so, matter how you slice so it. So do you have any secrets on how you how does paul casmus cool down in the dog days of summer man uh i, I have no no secrets uh stay in the inside where there's great ac <laughs> genius answer uh, <laughs> stay and, away from heat and uh frequent the pools i'm trying to get down to the river more there you go but uh i wouldn't i would i need a guide i don't know how to operate the river oh, I see. I, I, you know i've been here almost seven years and that's kind of like what I'm trying to do this year is like, I need to get 
be fully integrated into the Let's river city. Come down, man. I would love to show you some of my favorite places. I, I go to the river a, as much as I can. I okay. want to say a lot, but it's really, in, lately it's been as much as I can. Cool. But man, you can raft, you can kayak, you can just swim around, you can have picnics. There's so much to do. I'll yeah. take you on a canal boat tour. Dude, let's do it. Yeah. Gosh, this is not only are we making a podcast, we're making plans. Yeah. Right? Like, I know. Do like a quick follow up in like a couple episodes. Be like, yeah. yeah, we actually did that <laughs> canal tour with Paul and. We'll do, yeah, we'll do a flashback episode. Okay. Just come back and we'll run this one again. And can just we uh, can we get a video montage of all the fun things we're doing together? Yeah. I oh man, a montage would be sweet. Yeah, I can definitely. see it now. We, we'd of course need some pops to make this yeah, happen. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, cool. we'll make it happen there. How does the process work? How do you make popsicles? Okay, uh, so we got this machine that is rectangular, and inside of it is a mix of propylene glycol and water. And the glycol is just a fancy word for, well, it's a type of alcohol. It's food grade, totally healthy. If by an off chance someone gets in the pops, the machine is obviously designed to, for that not to happen. Um, but it's a coolant. It, it The machine cools that liquid down to about negative 25 Celsius. So that's in there. And then we've got these stainless steel molds. And then the molds will mix up a whole bunch of a flavor, pour them into the molds. And we, by hand, kind of balance it out so that they're right levels and they look somewhat uniform as much as we can. Put the sticks in and there's because there's a stick holder. Those go in so they can just sit there nice and neat. And then we fill the whole machine up. And then when we put all the molds in, the level of it rises and it's kind of like a balanced game. Like get it as high at the top as possible. You know, there's probably like an inch or two between the top and where the, where the liquid level is. But because that liquid is so absurdly cold, that transfers to the metal, freezes the pops in about 30 or 40 minutes. That's a lot more efficient than when you make pops at home and you put them into like a homemade thing, stick them in your freezer and it's air cold, cool. Right, right. So this is just a little bit of science where it's why like, you know, putting, you know, six pack of beer into icy cold water is going to cool down much faster than if you put it in the fridge or even the freezer. Absolutely. So that's, that's how we can make a ton of pops in a day and a week to keep up with, you know, the demand of them. Um, and then we keep them frozen when we take them out in the carts or making deliveries with dry ice and we go through uh two three hundred pounds of that a week Oof. in the summer Oof. and we just we could fortunately we get that delivered in the early days had to go down to hopewell uh which mm. was always a not fun drive <laughs> and and buy like you know 50 pounds of it uh once or twice a week so yeah a lot of ice do they ever ask like if if you came into my store randomly being like i need 50 pounds of dry ice i'd be like what do you need it for <laughs> They asked me, and they're just like, kind of like rolled their eyes, like whatever. Like, Popsicles, yeah. yeah, must be a Richmond thing. <laughs> we only use it. No, I'm not gonna say anything worse in case in case somebody's listening in Hopewell. We thank you, thank you, listener. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, listener. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you guys just use it to keep things cool. So, yeah. uh, how many so how many uh, popsicles are you making a day? Uh, about a thousand. What? Yeah. Really? Nice. Every day you make about a thousand popsicles? Like maybe four or five days a week. Okay, but so on, on production days, you're cranking out about a thousand popsicles. That's. Yeah, and actually, I'm thinking, like, man, I don't think we sell quite that many. We always make a bunch, a bit more than we actually need. Sure. Because, you know, if we're sending a card out with however many to a festival, it could be a dud, it could be okay, or it could be a lot more busy than we expected and so we just got to be ready so yeah, yeah we're making like a bit more than we need and then it's just like all right it's beginning of october let's 
slow down production, get rid of this inventory. But if, if you ever need to get rid of inventory, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm raising my hand. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just, just we'll throw have it a, up. We'll have a party, a pop party at the end of the year. That would be really fun, right? Yeah. So how many carts do you have around town right now? Uh, we got 10 total, nice. which nice. is awesome. Uh, that allows us mainly on Saturdays when there's a ton going on. Uh, to kick it as many places as we can possibly be. I mean, on a given day, we might have as many as three, four of them out, or maybe not at the same time, or maybe some days we don't have any of them, and we just kind of do stuff at our patio. I think it just varies, you know, different different weeks, different months can change. This this time of year, not quite as much. Everyone's on vacation, it's crazy high, but like April, May, and even most of June is like really, really busy, then like kind of late July, early August, slows down a bit, and then it peaks or it goes back up again, kind of like till the yeah beginning of October. It's just like, you know, you get all those fall events, fall festivals, carnivals, whatever going on. Yeah, wow, cool. That's that's such a cool thing that you're doing for, you know, I mean, you, you think of it this way, this Richmond area, I remember Richmond pre-King of Pops, right? And now we have Richmond with King of Pops. I don't think I would ever, even though I don't buy a Popsicle every time I see one of your carts, although, I try when I can just because they're delicious. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But even if, even though I don't buy them every single time, I don't want to imagine a Richmond without King of Pops anymore. No, y'all are an institution for real. Yeah, I appreciate that. Like I you've, love it. You've, you've created such a wonderful place for yourself in that little realm of like, you know, dessert, treat, snacks kind of. It's perfect. It's such a great thing. And I think the food is good. The, 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 the popsicles are great. You're using all the right materials. You're being just like really good about it. So thank you. Thank you for, I think that's cool. That's super cool. I think what's cool <laughs> is what you're doing. That's such thank a cool you. thing. Well, Paul, you know, we, uh, we really are glad that you took your time and spent it with us here today uh, to be awesome and silly and fun and cool, right? So we also have uh, Sarah Ahmed here. Um, she's a local comedian. And oh, cool. she does stuff at the Comedy Coalition Theater. How about we bring Sarah into the mix and continue the cool fest yeah. and uh, get her take on popsicles and all other things cool. Right on. All right, let's do this. Paul, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us about everything that you do and keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. It's yeah. amazing. Thanks, guys. I had a great time. I appreciate you having me out. It was fun talking. Right on. Right on. All right, well, let's get Sarah in here and uh, continue the cool fest. Cool. Right on. Okay. All right, so we have talked with Paul Casimus of King of Pops, which was awesome, right? Um, oh, yeah. Seriously, if uh, you, Kevin, and or the listener have not checked out the social media, please find it. It's awesome. It's hilarious. It puts a smile on my face every single time I see it. And speaking of smiling and hilarious and funny and all those things, we were going to have, yeah, we were going to have <laughs> a really funny guest, but uh, they canceled. So in, unfortunately, we're getting, we're going to go with Sarah Ahmed, a local Yay! comedian who uh, performs at the Bar Comedy really Coalition low. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Right sometimes, sometimes. Thank sometimes. you for doing this. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Now, I, no one really canceled. I just wanted to get a zinger in. Yeah. If I could. Did everyone feel that zinger? I think I felt it the most. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, someone canceled. <laughs> All right, so our second best <laughs> guest. <laughs> so, uh, th tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, did, are you from here? Did you come here originally? Are you from here? What's your story? Where okay. are you from? Are you an alien? Yes, I am first and foremost an alien, 100%. Nice. But, I can tell. Yeah, but. You know what to, gave it away? What's that? The antenna. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I bent it back. God damn it. <laughs> I got to get some more oil on yeah. it. I'll get there. Um, I'm, I'm not from Richmond originally. I'm from Huntington, West Virginia. That's where I was born. 
Um, so that's a place where people kind of never heard of. Uh, and uh, I moved to Richmond three years ago. And I mean, obviously, it's a really cool town. Mm -hmm. It's grown on me. This is where I live and work and do comedy, that thing that you talked about. So, How is the comedy yeah. racket in Richmond? It's it's actually really good. Um, it's well, it's probably compared to like other major cities. Um, you, I mean, you could call it competitive, but we we definitely could use more like book shows and 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 even like open mics from night to night. But if you go to the open mics that we have, there are some really really funny comedians in Richmond. Really funny, yeah. and a lot of them are leaving, going to New York and going different places, so they can actually you know pursue a career in comedy. However, you have places whoa, like the Coalition, um, where which is a gem, a complete just gem. A gem. I love it. I love gem. it so much. Yeah. yeah, and I think you guys think I have more to do with the Coalition than I do. Oh, it's just where I. Okay. You're there where seven I, days saw, a week. You saw me perform there. That's the only thing I yeah. know you from. Yeah. You know from. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I know yeah. you from. Who are you? <laughs> Uh, There's I, more to me. Than yeah, that five I, likely set. story, Sarah. <laughs> um, so okay, so you you are pretty down with the Richmond comedy scene. You think yeah. it's doing pretty well? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this is where I started doing comedy, and from so I started a year and a half ago, and just the support that you get from the comedians here, um, a little more sensitive to it as a woman as well. And there's some, there's some really good support going on. Nice. I wish there were more female comedians. Any female comedians out there that want to kind of make a breakthrough, you should come and do it. Um, How does that work? I'm sorry, I'm talking about stand up. Yeah, I'm talking about stand up. How does that work? Let's say, let's say I were a female comedian. How does it work? Um, like how, like I've how? I've never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> should we start from? Let's let's just start like with when I was. Yeah, nine let's, years old let's start and with the psychoanalysis and then <laughs> no but seriously if someone's listening and they're like oh, you know i would love to get into this well, what's the first thing like what's a way to get into that yeah that's that's a really good question you get really nervous about it and don't tell anyone that you're interested in doing it for like two years <laughs> that you're thinking about doing it this is obviously a very you're subjective from experience here <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then um, you wear black all day and you twiddle <laughs> yeah. your thumbs. And then you get wasted and you show up at an open mic. No, um, I think that a good, for me, that's what happened. I basically came out of nowhere because I was nervous and didn't want anyone to know I was doing it, which is good because my jokes sucked at first. They really did. But And they've, and they've gotten better? I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Revere? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were funny. I saw, yeah. um, so I spoke at an event that Sarah... Uh, did I think it was a uh, coalition? It, it was at the coalition thing, right? Oh, it was RVA tonight. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, you were the comedian at the end, and I thought, I thought you were hilarious. Thanks. I think I, that Thanks. night hit you up on Facebook, and I was like, Thanks for making me laugh. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, you cracked me up. It was yeah, great. yeah. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. A very, uh, very good humor about you know <laughs> dating, or maybe like maybe not like the successes as much, but <laughs> maybe the failures in dating. Yeah. Which as on their part, obviously. Obviously, oh yeah, on their completely. part. Sarah would <laughs> never <laughs> let anyone down. So, no, I would never ever. sabotage a date because I have commitment issues or I'm afraid of eye contact or anything like that. I'm doing pretty good right now. Yeah, we, we're locked in. This yeah. is good, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so, so you, you've been doing this for how long now, the comedy thing? I've been doing it for a year and a half. And I want to go back to what you're saying earlier because I think it's if, if you want to start comedy, you should go to a couple open mics and 
maybe approach someone that you saw do a set because everyone most everyone on the Richmond comedy scene is um, pretty open and excited about new people coming in and you should um, ask them like the next open mic and they'll give you some encouragement and they'll give you some like facts just come out and do it come up to me <laughs> yeah there you seriously go. Like, <laughs> I'll Sarah, make sure Sarah you get Ahmed. on stage yeah awesome you know, uh, I know you're a big fan of comedy. You and I went to go Absolutely. see Hannibal Burris together. Oh my god! Awesome. Oh, I'm so jealous. Front row, front, front row. row. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. You know I bought. I, I set a timer to buy the tickets literally the minute they went on sale, and I I got the first like literally the first two. That tickets. was a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the thing oh. is, he couldn't give them away. It was crazy. I couldn't. I don't. I, I don't know what was going on. Maybe maybe people, people don't like idiots. me. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I I went because initially I was like I can't. I'm working. Yeah. But if you can't get rid of them, I'll get out of work. Get rid of them. That's insane. Well, well, I just I, I just bought two. Yeah, you know, but I honestly I think things have changed. Like three years ago, I could see where people would be like, eh, Hannibal Burris, like. We'll see. I love we'll it. We'll see. It was a, yeah, it was funny. I still owe Kevin drinks from that. Where I was like, <laughs> I'll be, get you some drinks in Havana. Yeah. We still haven't done it. So how is <laughs> We'll do it. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. there. Let's not get Let's into get that. The right year now. Reminding him. I've, I've you reminded him. We've reminded yeah. each other several times. Yeah. We've worked together, so it's been like like oh and don't forget. Don't forget. Do, <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget Havana. Drinks at Havana. It's, always, it's always, always. Specifically. If okay. you can remind us, I will. I'll be like, so drinks at Havana, even if Prabir can't go or Kevin can't go, one of you and I should go. Yeah, cool. that's All right. <laughs> have you been there? Yeah. Actually, have, have that's perfect. 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 Yeah. Have, have, have you it. been there to Havana 59? I have. Yeah, it's great. I, have you I been love to the Havana. rooftop patio thing? No, are you, you're, you're not talking about... Cub, no. No, no, I'm talking Havana about Havana. has a rooftop as well? There's like an upstairs outdoor little lounge Is area. that where they do the salsa? <laughs> the salsa? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, um, they they uh, they tweet tweet about it on the Twitter too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's great. Well, I'll see if the Facebook would also have any information on that. Or right. the MySpace. Or, or the, the MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, um, so, Sarah, no, we don't, so, we don't go there. So, so we wanted we wanted to talk about all things cool because I don't know if you've noticed, but it's really hot outside. Yeah. It's the summer, they say. So we we do this thing where every month we go over a bunch of facts pertinent to the topic, and then we bring in a expert, you know on the topic at some capacity. Who didn't so, bring any popsicles, just yeah, so no. everyone knows. It's a controlled experiment we're doing here. No sugar allowed. Um, <laughs> but so we, we dug up some pretty interesting information uh, about cool stuff. And we just want to talk about it with you and get your reaction on it. Yeah. Um, if I'm it, silent, is that okay? Yeah, silence, okay, cool. silence is actually a wonderfully welcome reaction. It makes editing <laughs> this thing way easier. Yeah. Can you be like audibly silent though? Yeah. Like maybe like heavy breathing? <laughs> Yeah, I can. I can. So, so Kevin, It'll sound like... Oh, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> no, off. No, no, it's okay. okay. You'll just we hear were, it. It'll be surprised. Yeah, we, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. We were talking about your breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kevin researched the numbers behind cool stuff, and I looked at the weirdo facts behind cool stuff. Uh, okay. Kick it off. Kevin, okay, cool. some cool, cool numbers. So, yeah, yeah. So, I got the numbers this month, as I explained to you. Uh, yeah. And uh, our first number is 1833, okay? 1833. And that's a year. All right, and that's the year that this guy, Frederick Tudor, a resident of Boston, Massachusetts, after 30 years of trial and error, was able to popularize uh, the, the, the sale and exportation of ice around the world. Oh. This guy was trying for 30 years. He couldn't, he couldn't sell it in the Caribbean. He couldn't sell it in the South. And then after 30 years, he created an industry that is 
I mean thriving. It, it led to to the creation of refrigeration and ice boxes and and air conditioned uh, air conditioned air. Yeah. Um, it's a strange thing to think about the world before ice. Yeah. Before I ice mean. Set. And so it was, it was 1833 that, that, that ice finally took off around the world in, in the states, uh, in the South, for example. But during the Civil War, for example, no ice was being transported to the South. So those, those Good. guys. Those, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so they were like, they finally, they finally got into it. They finally got into it. And then like, what, 20 years later, or a little under 20 years later, it's, uh, it's like, or no, 20 years later. So it's like, all right, now we can't have our cold beverages. That's you know, fun. I didn't even think about that. Like during yeah. the Revolutionary War, you have all these like, you know, uh, generals and or the British had king royal members or whatever like that would come to check out how the troops were doing or whatever. Very few and far between, of course. <laughs> but but you know, now if you go anywhere in the world, ice is like a thing that you just expect. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, people are very thrown off when someone just likes their beverage room temperature yeah it's uh, like you know a lot of um, I, I, don't, I don't you know it could give you i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble for saying this but i'm okay with it <laughs> but i know a lot of indian people always order like ice yeah. uh, water with no ice at yeah. restaurants they're like yeah we'll have two waters no ice yeah my family does it too really okay so it's uh -huh. not just indian people no right. okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're both gonna get in trouble okay yeah we're both good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, "What are you talking about? We don't wait. Yeah, we do." <laughs> Sarah, Ahmed, and Prabir are generalizing more than they should. It's fine. We should be doing the opposite. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, uh, okay. So there you go. Ice. That's cool. So that was our first number. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like right now I'm just, um, for the most part, kind of like, well, that sucks for them. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wish I had more like sympathy than I think I should. You know, I'm just. Kind Are you talking of, about the South not having ice Yeah, or anyone, oh, yeah. just anyone in general. I think because we're so, we just are used to these things, like Prabir oh, said. It's like, yeah. well, that's weird, and I can't imagine it, you know, my life without it. But, well, <laughs> I don't T have to. <laughs> TS, yeah. <laughs> we well, are. Well, it gets, ice everywhere. It gets better than crazy. That. It oh, gets better than Oh, that. does Go it? For it. Your next number. Is Our next good. number is, uh, it's a little bit larger. It's 1.5 million. Okay, and that is the number, that's the estimated number of visitors annually to the James River Park System. Okay. All right. And our, our, the, the, our last guest on this show, uh, he mentioned not being over there yet, but uh, if, if you have not visited the James River Park System, get down there. It's beautiful. What's interesting is the 1.5 million people that visit the James, I believe you said translate to $16 per person? Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the I impact. saw on their website the impact per, what? per visitor is about $16. What's... I don't understand. Like it takes about sixteen bucks to, like you know, you go there. You, you of course wouldn't because you're perfect. But <laughs> others would. Others might go there and leave trash, or they might get hurt, or they might lose something. Uh, I thought you meant or, how much they're spending going there. No, I'm no, like, no, no, Bud no, Light no. does not cost that much. <laughs> yeah. But you know the impact that one human has. Yeah. On the park system Holy shit. About sixteen dollars. Yeah. 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 There you go. Wow. That's pretty remarkable. That uh, is. I think so. One point yeah. five million people. Yeah. You know that's a. That's a substantial amount of funding yeah. that the park system could use. Yeah. All the it's time. entirely city funded and, you know, we we're already having some issues there. So maybe 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 throw a little more out of your pocket. Yeah, it's just like litter money. Yeah, there you go. Instead of PBR cans. Like, of PBR cans. Yeah, plastic yeah. bags. How wonderful of a world would that be if people would be like, <laughs> I'm going on a picnic and littering a 20. Oh my God. You know? Like, we'll clean up everything. I we'll would do that. If I, if I could stand there and make sure no one would pick it up and like... <laughs> That's the problem, right? For yeah. some bad stuff, yeah, you know, I would, I would do that. Is always the is always the hard part. Yeah. All right, so Kevin had one more 
really cool number. It was okay. a ring. Oh yeah, this one is out there. All right. oh, Are I you love ready? them this so far, like, Kevin. I, mean, I don't want to like. Me away. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. This Too is like late. weird and out there. But like, <laughs> <Too> <laughs> <late>. <laughs> the really? numbers. It's the number is the actually a range. It's three to six. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Three to six in months is how often you should consider changing your damn home air conditioning filter. Oh. When's the last time you did it? Oh. Um. <laughs> That was Ooh. a good answer, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> About two years ago when there I lived at home. There you go. Okay, so. Because I don't have to do it in my apartment. Yeah. Well. They do it for me. Well, there you go. That's great. Because <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of people don't do it that often. And, and by change, A, the filters are cheap. They're super cheap. Yeah. B, they're super easy to replace. And C, by changing that filter, you're going to uh, increase the efficiency of your unit. Yeah. Which means... Uh, Less less money out of your pocket for your electricity bill. Uh, less impact on the uh, less global impact in terms of energy consumption. Uh, that's a cool fact right there for sure. <laughs> Great. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I so, didn't do the breathing yet. You know, we're gonna we're gonna need some breathing sounds in a second because uh, oh I'm gonna tell you so I'm gonna funny. tell you some interesting facts about more uh, out there kind of cool related facts that don't necessarily <laughs> pertain to numbers. But check this out. <laughs> Uh, it, there was a recent study done by NOAA, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. Uh, their only task is to check out the atmosphere and ocean, see what's going on, you know. And they just uh, announced that clouds are no longer where they were 30 years ago. So clouds are forming in different places at different capacities and different patterns than they had 30 years and prior. So what's interesting about that is they have now kind of redistributed themselves to different places on the planet as a kind of a, let's say, bulk clouds for a reason. Clouds will exist everywhere at some so point. So like a place that clouds never were, like you would never see clouds. There's, well, there's or no does it just mean like I, in like elevation? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's a never thing <laughs> as much as it is a consistency of when and where, that kind of thing, right? But so here's the big difference and the big issue here is, uh, you know, what happens when you no longer have clouds in your sky? What, what changes? Well, oh. it doesn't rain anymore. Okay. So what You're happens? You're asking me because I'm like, <laughs> so, well, I so, some... <laughs> so, so what happens when it stops raining? Well, things get hot. Things but, don't grow. Ah, yeah. Yes. So fires. Yeah. Tend all, to happen. All of that stuff. <laughs> so it's a it's a big it's a big issue. That's one of the big climate change issues. Is that the distribution of clouds is changing, and therefore it's causing more deserts to expand and grow further in the subtropics. Oh, so that's cool because that's like a more systemic reason why we're not seeing rainfall. Or wait, well, it wait, depends more on where clouds you are, are yeah, it depends forming. On, okay. It depends on where you are. I mean, okay. the, the distribution has changed is what I'm saying, right? Okay. So one one uh, projection that was made that I think is kind of frightening is that uh, in the year 2100, which is not that far off, it's yeah. far off, sure, but it's yeah. not that far off. But uh, 2100, it's projected that uh, where we are right now, will actually be a desert. Wow, okay. Where will be covered like by the ocean? That's what I want uh, to know. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. That will become the new Holy coastline. Holy shit, yeah. that's... 
Okay. So I that's mean, a big heavy one. I want to. I want to go on that. a tour like now. Yeah. See it in all. case I'm around in 2100. We'll see everything so. while you can. While I'll definitely be around, but it's gonna suck if we don't get our <laughs> shit together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. So that's that's a heavy fact about <laughs> keeping cool or not keeping cool or whatever. Yeah. But let me give you a couple of other ones that I think are more fun, and okay. we can uh, do the breathing one now. Okay. So uh, there are some scientists in Bangladesh that have created a f- just phenomenal way to cool people without using electricity. Okay. Uh, if you were to blow on your hand with your mouth open, uh, you could... Oh, I can demonstrate for yeah. sure. <sighs> okay. Now blow, now blow on your hand with your lips as close and puckered as possible. Oh, you mean... Do you notice a temperature change oh, between the two? hey! What's so going on So the temperature there? was much hotter when I, when I blew through my mouth the first time than the second yeah, time. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> it's the same air, right? It's the same throat. It's the same air. It's the same everything. Yeah. The only thing that changes is the funneling of the air, right? So you have air escaping from a large area versus a small area. So what happens is when you compress air and you then allow it to rapidly re-expand, the physics of air molecules make it so that it cools when it's rapidly re-expanding. So these people in Bangladesh have done this thing where they take soda bottles, right? And they cut off the big end, thus effectively making it into a funnel. Uh, plastic? Plastic or? soda okay. bottles, yeah. Thus making it into a funnel, basically, right? So you board up a window, and then you drill holes and you stick the little end inside the house. And so what happens is all the hot air from the outside goes through those Coke bottles or whatever, oh and then God. funnels in and it drops the How temperature. How many do they have like lined uh, up? Well, in, the, in the stuff that I saw, like it's, it's however many you want to put in a window. You know, So the thing I saw was like 20 per window, 20 bottles per window, but it drops the temperature by 10 degrees. Wow. Yeah. I think it's called vortex cooling, something vortex like that. Vortex cooling, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my I, God. Yeah. I want to do it just to Yeah, it's, it's so, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's the rapid, re- it's, it's the rapid re-expansion of air that cools it, you know? Yeah. And that's the that's a principle in refrigeration so and did, air conditioning So as well. who took the concept and then like took it into homes? Was it just like a random guy who was like, oh, this, it was, this it was works, a, it was a, it a it was a group of scientists that have been working on oh solutions to providing cool air for the sake of health and sanitation yeah, to places with that the resources have. that they can use. Well, not only that, but they're cleaning up the landscape by using discarded. Oh plastic. my God! Who's yeah. cleaning the bottles? The the families? I'm sure, I, you know that I did not read. Hopefully, somebody's cleaning the bottles. You know. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but regard- How much cancer? It are smells they like grape soda in this yeah. house. Gosh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this house smells like Fanta. I would have <laughs> San Pellegrino. <laughs> but you know, but but I thought that was a cool yeah. solution to something. You know, there's no electricity involved. You know, That's and you're and, and think about the millions of people around the world that don't have electricity yeah. that are just you know living in hot climates you know yeah they're like oh you guys aren't gonna help us first world countries okay fuck you yeah, yeah. we figure something we'll, out we'll, we'll figure something out so <laughs> i think that was that was my cool fact about you that's know, very cool and i don't want to say it was cooler than yours you can say whatever cool. you'd like <laughs> well i might have i might have one fact that's cooler than any other fact ever oh this okay. is actually this, this is this, this is, is my, pretty this, this is my favorite thing i've this is pretty dang cool potentially <laughs> ever learned in my whole it's pretty life doggone cool <laughs> all right here we go all right, so there's lots of different ways to keep cool. We sweat, right? Dogs yeah. pant. Uh, creatures roll around in mud or whatever. They dive into water or whatever. Um, the stork has a really interesting way of keeping cool. <laughs> so the stork has very little uh, of its body that's actually has skin exposed, right? Its legs are about it, right? Ah. The rest is covered in feathers. So uh, when it's in flight, <laughs> in order to cool itself, it poops on itself, on its legs. 
and as and but the thing is stork poop is really liquidy you know so therefore when it evaporates it cools so it's self-defecation for the sake of uh cooling a stork and that's the, the thing disgusting that, but also yeah but yeah it, but very smart but it's nature's way <laughs> we've all we've all tried it yeah, we've yeah all come tried on it. So, what was the last time you didn't poop on yourself sarah so the next time i have a high fiber week and i'm really hot i'm just gonna be like well tomorrow is gonna be scorching so. yeah i all right i think you should yeah please keep all of us up to date we should on meet together and oh, do this goodness. <laughs> I would feel more comfortable if I wasn't the only. If you poop on yourself, you need some. Like, That's support. when you're more comfortable is when there's other people around. <laughs> well, I've never done it before, to be honest. It's been about 26 years since I pooped on myself. Well, it's time to. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, tomorrow's a Thursday. It's a throwback Thursday. Make it happen. You hey. Know, That's what Instagram's missing. Yeah. So pooping on myself. But pictures. but your poop, unfortunately, I don't want to say this for a fact. How but podcast I'm, have you seen my poop? I was just I'm gonna. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I was, I was gonna say I'm gonna guess your poop is not as liquidy oh. as the stork poop unfortunately no well my so my the thing i was telling kevin earlier is my my favorite thing about all this is like you know storks poop on themselves to cool off but storks are colloquially known as you know the bird that's going to bring you a baby I just, there's something really gross like i'm already not like necessarily a you know a huge baby fan myself <laughs> you know? but now you're telling me the thing that delivers the baby i don't is... love babies per se if, I, if you gave me three What's things the opposite to pick, of love? Yeah. If you gave me three things, right? Let's say you pick stand-up comedy, oh, popsicles, man. or babies. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I'll take the popsicles to the stand-up comedy. And that's where my sentence will end. You wow, know? that's... um. I'm really not satisfied with that, oh, yeah. but that's okay. So storks, there you go. There's, there's a couple of... Uh, so storks poop to cool themselves off on themselves. And they also... Yeah, we've been told that they delivered babies. So what's the connection? I don't know. I really don't. Um, I think that if more people knew about the stork poop thing, the baby story would end. Uh, right there. Right <laughs> yeah, there. Right there. I yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. like, oh, the canary brings the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a really way more uncomfortable storytelling your kids. Like, oh, this stork brought the baby and it had poop yeah. all over it because the well, baby was yeah, hot. Well, you were, you were dropped off in July when it was hot. <laughs> so chances are you've got fecal matter all over you <laughs> when you when you arrived here. Don't get us wrong. We were just as disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we really wanted a diarrhea baby. <laughs> we really wanted a girl. We wanted a poopy girl, but we ended up with a poopy oh, boy. Man. Uh, I had a, a friend, two friends who were a couple who had a baby a year and a half ago. They they admitted to me. They were like, we wanted a boy. Oh. And I was like, thank you for sharing that. Like, thank you for telling. I mean, I was just happy that they like were honest. And I was like, yeah good wow <laughs> interesting this kid every time i look at this kid yeah, you're now, gonna, though, yeah you're gonna be like sorry <laughs> i'm like ooh, emma sorry nancy <laughs> you're gonna to play a, a lot of sports yeah, yeah. Okay. and then you of know. course we talk with paul Casmus of king of pops and we heard talk of about him. all I've kind heard of, of yeah do you yeah. uh have you have you sampled any of uh, the goods there i have yeah how good are they right oh they're delicious oh my he knows God. what he's doing so they know good. what they're doing yeah. do you have any do you have any secrets for keeping cool in the summer oh man um yeah, actually, I do. I I just don't tell myself that it's as hot as I think it is. So as it actually is, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you could be like in an area where you are sweating, visibly yeah. sweating, and you're just going to be like, it's 70 degrees. It's fine. Everything's fine. Like, I'm going to make it. You guys, we got this. That's awesome. That's, uh, either, yeah. that's either repression or tenacity. <laughs> I can't tell. It's all, yeah. Yeah. It's both. 
Well, we we are uh, we're very glad that you were able to stop by and kind of oh my walk god, this through is this fun. Awesome. Well, is there, are Stay you guys are you doing anything uh, that the public should know about in the near future? Sure. Yeah, I I host a show at Crossroads uh, on the South Side, Crossroads Coffee and Ice Cream, every last Thursday of the month. The next show is July twenty eighth. That's awesome. gonna be a good one. Yeah, we got a headliner, a lady from. Baltimore coming down and uh, Richmond comic um, Charles Ellis on that show. Cool. And then I have a show at the Coalition nice. July 30th called uh, Cool Stepmom, which cool sounds Step like an oxymoron, but it's not. Yeah, it's a it's a real show. Cool it's a thing. You guys should go. Cool Stepmom. Yeah. I mean, cool's even in the title. Yeah. Oh, that didn't even hit me. Uh, yeah, there you go. I wish I could pretend that I knew I was doing that. You could have like, rolled with it. We, we can always it. we can always edit it and redo it, but yeah, I, just, yeah. I just feel like what we should do is roll with what we got. Okay. <laughs> we could just cool do the whole step. podcast over yeah, again. Yeah, let's just start yeah. over, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, thanks for coming down, and uh, hopefully, uh, you hopefully you'll keep in touch with us about any sort of uh, news you come across in terms of different ways of cooling yourself, be it defecation or popsicles, <laughs> or just jumping in the river, right? You're at, yeah, you're... Careful. Yeah, yeah, I will. Oh. <laughs> I definitely will. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait. Paul, thank you so much for being an awesome guest. Uh, Paul Casimus oh. of King of Pops. Please check out everything on their social media. As I said earlier, it's awesome. Do you have any social media you want to plug? You can um, you can follow Comedy RVA. Uh, Comedy RVA on Twitter, on Facebook. Also, just get on the website and you'll see all the local comedy shows going on. Not just featuring me, featuring all the funny motherfuckers that are in Richmond. You got it. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Kevin, thank you again. Oh, no problem. It's a lot hey, of fun. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for, yeah. being, thank thank you for you. being the coolest dude <laughs> in like the world, man. Woo! Cool. <laughs> It's actually, cause I actually said Paul was the coolest person I know. You did. I, he, before you were in the room, he, did, he literally said that. Which I stand like, by. I yeah. still stand by. I love running into Paul. I, I was jealous. Him out in the world. Every time I see Paul, I'm like, yes, oh, Paul's here. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Oh, he's such a I like sunlight. that feeling. Yeah, it's that's great. Good. All right, yeah. so thanks so much for listening, and uh, we will uh, update with more fun stuff on MyGlassesRule.com. As always, check out our social media. It's at MyGlassesRule on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we'll see you guys next time for the next Instant Everything. Who knows what it'll be about? Who knows? Who knows? Join us for the mystery. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Paul. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Peace out. Long live aliens. <laughs> <laughs>